You are now listening to the Claim It Podcast with me, your host, Trisha Huffman, your joyologist. Most weeks on this podcast, I have a guest on and I have a conversation getting into the journey of their life. There are so many of those episodes to go and listen to, and sometimes I like to pop on and share a little solo reflection episode where I share some things that I'm aware of, learning, working on, some ways that I'm working on them, tools I'm using. (laughs) And today is one of those episodes. It's kind of about boundaries, but not, but more. Um... And I'm super excited because next week I'm going to have my friend Terry Cole on whose new book, Boundary Boss, comes out. So go ahead, pull up your local favorite book ordering place and pre-order or order Boundary Boss by Terry Cole, no matter when you're listening to this. Um, But yeah, just some things I've noticed. Like I created, realized, you know, I needed to get some boundaries in place about a decade ago. I didn't know that they were referred to as boundaries back then. You know, that's a definite like word that is always being used and talked about these days, which is great. And that is kind of the power of social media. You can just like start sharing things and all of a sudden everybody's like, boundaries? What's that? I need those. What are they? Oh, I, that is what the thing that I've been needing or doing is. Anyway, like I got super burned out at one point being a yes person. And like that's saying yes to like awesome stuff and people I loved and doing a lot. So in one time in my life, <laughs> actually a couple times. I got so burnt out that I had to just like stop. And also, you may or may not know about me. I used to tour with artists and bands for a living, first as a sound engineer. And then that's where the position and the title of joyologist came from. I toured with artists as their joyologist, keeping them grounded, healthy in body and mind, doing yoga, making their food, coaching them, talking them through things doing a lot. I gave myself a big role on tour, you know, what I was, what I wanted to be for the people that was there. And I loved it. It was a dream job. It's amazing. I loved it, but it also was very, a lot of energy because touring is a lot of energy, long, long days, traveling all the time. It's a little glamorous. You get to stay in some nice hotels and you get to get to do cool things, but there's little sleep. (laughs) A lot of people, a lot of energy. So physical energy, but then also like mental, spiritual energy, because I was like, I am here to keep you healthy and mentally sane and joyful and all of that. So to do that, hold that space for people, I all needed to be in like best pace place possible for myself, right? So by the time these tours were over that were amazing and epic and going around the world and getting to do so many cool things with so many cool people, I was burnt the F out. (laughs) And I just like wanted to go and create a new home for myself because a lot of times I just since I was on tour so much I didn't have a home. So I'd get done with a tour, find myself a little sublet or start a new lease or something or travel on my own. And I would just want to like do nothing, just like read and sleep and walk to 
get a juice and go to yoga. And like, I just wanted to do nothing. (laughs) And at first, you know, part of me felt like that was like kind of wrong or I would start to get requests from people. Hey, you're in town. Come do this, do this. Well, can you help me since you're unemployed? You're not working. So can you help me? So all sorts of requests, whether it was to help people to go to their shows, to hang out with them, because I would also be gone all the time. So then if you're in town, yay, so excited to be back. But then also I like didn't want to be with people. And uh, I had to start learning like to be a yes to myself. I needed to say no to people, even people I loved, even invitations that sounded awesome because I just really didn't have the energy. And like even though I wanted to go to that thing and I wanted to be a yes to that invitation, the yes to me just staying home and nurturing myself and spending time with myself, I could feel within me was a bigger need and a bigger want and a bigger yes. So, so that was like my first learning with boundaries, which I will actually be talking about in my book, which comes out next April called F the shoulds do the once. Um, but anyway, so I like learned these sort of, you know, things back then, hard lessons from burning myself out and then being like, okay, it's okay to say no to people, Trisha, and then you need in order to say yes to you so that you're showing up as the best version of yourself, you know? So then when you're actually saying yes to people and things and helping, you're fully there and you're fully a want and, you know, you're not like exhausted or irritated or resentful or wishing you had just said no. Um, And also I learned about compromising, like go show up, say hi for 20 minutes or something and then go back and read your book or whatever it was. So sometimes, you know, those, there's those situations. I want to do this and make appearance, but I also want that. All that's going to be in the book, (laughs) my book. Um, but anyway, so what I've noticed over the last couple of years is even though I had these personal life lessons years ago that got me better with boundaries and noticing how I feel around people and in my body and what I'm doing and when I'm overextended and when, even though I want to say yes, like I said, I'm like, no, that for it to to be my best and to conserve my energy and my health. I need to be a no to certain things. Um, you know, not being available all the time for everyone else, even though I was always such a like, yes, I want to help. I don't feel like I've ever been a people pleaser, but of course we all like, right. Have this like, Oh, I want people to like me. I love helping. I feel great helping. Um, and so I had to learn lessons of receiving, all of that too. But anyway, um, in the last several years, I started to notice that not everyone else has this awareness and boundaries. So I started to realize like my friends, my loved ones, people I look up to even, um, they're saying yes because maybe a part of them wants to, but also like, wait, are they like a full yes? Or are they saying yes because they don't want to disappoint me because they want to be liked because they want, you know, to feel like they're reciprocating something to me, which I get all of that. But I started to feel like, oh, wait, it doesn't feel as good for me to receive a yes unless I really truly feel like that person is a full yes you know and I had some one of my very close friends is a legit people pleaser and I've known her for a very long time since we were 18 and I've known this from her back then 
and I think she's gotten better over the years, but it's still very much. And so it was this thing like, she's one of my favorite people to spend time with. I love being with her and hanging out. I love having phone conversations with her. Um, so does a lot of people. She's like, you know, every, one of the, many people's favorite people. <laughs> um, and so because of that, though, you know, she can come down with like migraines that take her out for days, always getting colds, always getting sick. And she, she takes impeccable like care of herself and what she puts in her body. Um, but I think like her nervous system is often overloaded in stress because she is such a big, great person and a yes. So anyway, I would, we would, you know, like make a plan and I'd be so excited. Yes, I can't wait, especially, you know, nowadays with kids and business and this is pre-COVID, you know, pre-COVID, but, um, yeah, I can't wait to have my day with so-and-so and hang and do our favorite stuff and, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'd be like so excited. But then I would also be like, I hope that she like actually wants and knowing like she loves me. Of course, she wants to hang out with me and spend time. But like, does she actually have the space for it in her life? Because she's this, this, this. She's always busy doing this and being with all these other people and knowing that like, wait, does she feel great? And so I would check in and making sure with people like her, not just her. I so, like for me, a one-on-one -on -one connection time is like the key. I love that. So I so want to spend in-person time with people and have one-on-one -on -one, like phone conversations if we can't be in person. So as much as I wanted these things and still checking in with people like, hey, just checking in, are you still, you know, good about hanging, you know, our day on Thursday? I so want to see you, but I understand, you know, you're like, I just want to make sure that you feel great about that and that you don't need like a day to yourself or something like that. And that's a challenge, like I said, for me to do because I so want to hang out with people and see them and have this one-on-one -on -one time that I don't have as much of <laughs> as a parent now. And so I started to check in with more people that way. And I would be so excited when, you know, one time she was like, you know what, I actually do just like want a day at home by myself. And as much as I was sad because I wanted to hang out with her, I was like, I'm so proud of you. I am so proud of you for telling me you don't want to hang out with me. <laughs> so these things that I've had to notice that I'm not like a boundary expert at all, trust me, still learning. Uh, Terry Cole, she's your boundary expert. But just noticing that like, right, Nobody, not everybody is in the same place that I am. And even if they have learned about boundaries and have started them, they're like, where can I support other people? So it's in them choosing themselves so that they can be their best selves when they're saying yes, when they're showing up. This is also in conversations. I'm a naturally inquisitive person. You may have gathered that from the way that I do my podcast conversations. I don't, when I started to do the podcast, I would thought about all these questions I was going to ask people. And then from the go, I never really looked at the questions. And I was just like naturally me asking questions. A lot of times I start conversations with people on this podcast and I really do not know much about them at all. Some people I know really well. Some people I've been like following or read their, you know, memoirs or whatever. But some I don't know much about at all, except like, oh, I'm very intrigued by them. And I just ask questions that come to me. So if this happens in my life with my friends, relationships, you know, I ask a lot of questions. But I've had to catch myself. Sometimes I don't catch myself before I ask the questions. I naturally will ask and then be like, you know what? 
actually, you don't have to answer that. So that's another thing that I've realized that sometimes it can be hard for people to create those sorts of boundaries to just say, oh, I don't want to talk about that. Or uh, can we talk about something else? Like if they're asked a question, especially by someone that they love or respect or, you know, whatever, have a relationship, then they feel they have to answer it. And so, you know, life has been challenging for a lot of us in the last year, but also in general. And so maybe your relationship status change and you're going through hard things. And what I've remembered from going through my own more challenging things in the last couple of years is that I love talking to people and getting support from the people I love and talking through my thoughts and feelings and having the space to get outside of my head. But I maybe only want to do that with like one or two people. And it's not just like, oh, those are my trusted people, but it's sort of like having that conversation. So what I had to understand is that these people, my loved ones are going through a challenging time and maybe, you know, they had talked to their mom or another friend that who just whatever they talked to sooner. It wasn't even they were choosing someone else to open up to before me. It was just like they had already had these conversations that, you know, painful and rehashing things and going through them. And so like they didn't owe it to me to share all of those things again or ever. Like sometimes we're just not in the place to talk about things. We're just like, yeah, I'm in a challenging place. Like it's good to tell people that you're having a hard time, but maybe you don't have to share every detail. Or like, oh yeah, a relationship ended and people want to get to in the, oh, and the why and this and what happened. And I thought you were so good and this and, oh, did you try this and blah, blah, blah. That like people want to get into conversations and it's like, well, you can be somebody with there because be there for a friend family member that is going through a transition they lost their job they lost someone they lost their relationship is shifting whatever it is you can be there for someone and know they're going through a hard time without having to know everything that happened and I'm someone who loves information and loves to know but I again had to see like it doesn't mean anything about me and our relationship if this person is not in a space to share it with me right now because if you keep talking about something and tell every single person this is what happened this is really blah 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 this then you know sometimes it just is re-triggering and creating more pain and more heartbreak and you're just going back into this hard place when for me a lot of times it's like saying it out loud okay that's great it's healing I'm saying this I blah 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 I can hear myself saying it this and then I just want to like move through and just be like yeah uh, we shifted our relationship yeah you know it wasn't working and I don't have to tell everybody what happened or why and so I owe that to other people that they don't owe it to me so like I said sometimes I'm not so good at catching it before I ask myself before I stay it, I'll start to say a question and then I will be like, you actually don't have to answer that if you don't want to because I understand that other people might not feel that or just even think about the fact that they don't owe me a response. They don't owe me. They don't have to tell me the story. They don't owe me answers even if they love me and I'm like one of their best closest friends. So that's another like good thing. Like, and just, again, I think that that helps. It sort of helps me create my own boundaries by remembering, you know, or see them too. When I remind someone else like, Hey, you don't actually have to tell me that unless you don't, unless you want to, like, I'm totally here to support you. 
but I realize you might not want to, you know, talk about that or rehash it. And so then again, that reminds me, oh, if somebody asks me, I don't have to, <laughs> you know, like you're allowed to give answers of simply yes or no, or this happened, or why did you do that? Because I want to, why did you end the relationship? Because I wanted to, because it felt right. Cause it's right for me. Like you can just answer with that. What happened with your relationship? We decided it wasn't working. You don't have to go into like every detail and everything you tried. Um, and just, yeah, like being more aware, you know, there was also something that came up in the, re in the past that I, you know, I've been friends with people that enter into a relationship and then their relationship ends and I'm still friends with those people. And, um, they would ask me, oh, well, how's so-and-so like wanting to check in and I think the test themselves. And like years after the fact would be like, yeah, it was really hard for me to be my friend, your friend after that breakup because, you know, you were always still hanging out with that person. And I was like, oh, really? You never expressed that. And I felt like you would even ask me about them to check in. And she was, they were like, oh, yeah, I think I was sort of testing myself to see how I felt about it. So again, like having that awareness of like sometimes – people think like they're stronger than they are or they should be able to handle it they should be fine and so even if that person is asking about the other person I could like keep it good they're good and not have to like go into oh blah blah blah, blah. let me like catch you up on everything so just again ways to be mindful where Maybe this person <laughs> needs more boundaries in their life and that's not for you to decide, right? We get to decide for us, but just like being aware that sometimes most of us, you know, are not the ideal boundary creator and keeper. So to not just be aware of it for yourself, but be like, hmm, where can I be helping them in creating a boundary for themselves? Again, not your job to go around and tell them, you should have a boundary. You shouldn't be asking about so-and-so. But just it's made me be more mindful in, yeah, what other people may may not actually be up for and available for that they're not up to speaking about or and expressing. Um, and, yeah, my last note on this, maybe. <laughs> I've mentioned this before, but, like, with this friend I mentioned earlier that I've always, you know, had been more of a people pleaser. If you are someone who is a people pleaser, it's for me, it is a struggle to then trust, like I said, this person because it's not, I know that she loves me. I know that she wants to support me. I know that she wants to show up for me. I know she wants to hang out with me. But I also like, again, because I have seen her constantly overrun herself get migraine after migraine and such that I don't know, you know, like I don't know if she actually really is acting in her best interest at all times. And so when I get a yes and I'm still like, are you sure? Are you sure about that? Like, oh yeah, you can use my this. Oh yeah, I can help you with that. But like, are you 100% sure? Are you just saying that because you want to help me or are you sure? And, and again, that's something I've noticed over the years too, or even like, even like these people that we think are like, you know, anyone who has a level of fame, we can be sort of in awe of them. And, oh my gosh, this. Oh, and I would, you know, become into friendships, relationships, you know, different levels of friendships from working in the music industry and being around people and be like, 
all honored. Oh my gosh, so-and-so likes me or wants to spend time with me or just did this or said yes to me or whatever. And now starting to notice that it wasn't like, oh, they have such great boundaries and I've made it through this like they chose me, not to minimize myself. But again, that people high up, people with fame, people with a lot of talent, people that have achieved a lot of things can still struggle to say no and to create boundaries. (laughs) And so it feels better to me when I get a yes, when I, you know, feel accepted, when I have an exchange with someone, when I know that they do like have boundaries because I'm not like I was about to say like it it yeah it sure makes me a little bit more special woohoo we all want to feel special but again like it doesn't just feel as fake so I've now been looking over things in my past and relationships and been like wait did that person really like me wait was that even a real friendship or was it just these people like the fear of me not liking them or the fear of how I'll see them and so them saying yes and it just creates this icky energy. So you showing up for your best you and acting from a place of want. And again, when I say, you know, F the shoulds and choosing your wants, sometimes it is seeing that something that shows up as a should is a want. I should really help my friend, but I don't want to because I just want to lay around all day. It doesn't mean like you're selfish and you don't help anybody. It can then see, well, why would I want to help my friend? Oh, well, they've helped me. You know what? I do support. I love what they're doing. It's great. So yeah, even though I'm feeling like lazy, I do want to go help. Okay, I am going to say yes to my friend, whatever it is. So sometimes it's shifting the energy from a should to a want by seeing why would I want to do this? How will that make me feel? I do feel good when I help people, so I want to. And coming to it from that space and energy instead of the should. I'm doing this because I should. Because a lot of times with the should energy, you feel, like I said, resentful, taken advantage of, and other bleh. Um, So it really is for everyone's best for you to say be a yes to you. And sometimes that means saying no. And maybe that means no about no, I don't want to talk about that. Or no, I can't do that. Or hey, you know what? This weekend isn't good for me, but next weekend is like allowing yourself to have the worth to say no and ask for what works for you. And you might not get it all the time, but allowing yourself to just speak up for yourself in your best. It's okay to cancel plans if you do it with integrity, even if it's last minute, but just saying that like, you know what? I said yes, because I really wanted to, but now I'm not feeling my best. And also I think like opening up and telling people that, I'm not feeling my best or you know what I changed my mind and allow like being honest about why then it teaches other people that they're allowed to take their best care of themselves that they're allowed to say no that they're allowed to change their mind that they don't have to give everybody an answer to why they quit their job or are moving or had a breakup or whatever it is. So I hope this helped. <laughs> Please DM me <laughs> or email at podcast at yourjoyologist.com. Especially when I do all these solo episodes, I feel like, does anybody, am I making sense? Because I feel like I'm in a conversation with myself. <laughs> yeah, so that sometimes limits me from sharing these solo episodes because, yeah. It sometimes can just be confusing talking to myself for so long. So I would love, love, love to hear from you 
Did you listen? Did any little nugget that I said resonate with you? Give you something to think about, something to change? Yeah, look out for. Of course, if you haven't yet, I always ask if you haven't to left, leave a review in Apple Podcasts especially. And then you can email it, screenshot, screenshot to the review and send it to podcast at yourjoologist.com. And I'll send you a gift for my product line, especially um, loving the daily reflection journals. If you haven't got one of those, it's great. And I have some new fun magnets with my favorite mantras on them. I've got mugs, affirmation deck, keychains, all sorts of goodies. And make sure to also check out the daily inspiration app called Own Your Awesome. It's in the Apple app and Google Play Store. It's hundreds of powerful thoughts and affirmations to empower your day, (laughs) shift your thinking, get you into action, get you out of your head into the, you know, when you might be sitting in a doubt and fear and all that. Yeah. Share the episode, DM me, let me know what you think reminding you to be a yes to you really does serve all and yeah think about yourself but yeah just you know I can sometimes like I said these things too where I was realizing with friends where then it'd be like oh you don't have to tell me about this or not being hurt when somebody didn't tell me or I'm not their first call or whatever I would start to go into like I'm not enough nobody cares about me spiral of some sort like well why doesn't my friend want to tell me every tiny detail of this (laughs) they must not care about me then if they talk to somebody else about it and just realizing like life is full and so sometimes just yeah they talk to the first person they ran into or happened to catch on the phone or who called them or whatever and that was it it doesn't have to mean anything about me that your friend is choosing to rest that your friend doesn't want to talk to you about a certain thing right now so try to not make it be about you and just remember we all are humans that are juggling a lot moving through a lot and um, have more compassion for each other and ourselves all right What are you claiming for yourself right now?